Hello, my loves. This is Clara. I am recording this from my car. I think it's funny that I got this new microphone, um, you know, because I wanted to do podcasts and <laughs> I have like, you know, when the inspiration strikes and mom life and all the things. So I end up recording most of these on my phone <laughs> and it works just fine. Um, so I'm here today, uh, kind of making a statement of sorts, you know, I have really sat with the last, the last week or so what's been going on in the world, Israel, Palestine, um, and really like processing. And at the same time that this has been happening, I've also kind of been in a personal, uh, pressure cooker, as I call it in the piece, um, which is just, you know, a lot of personal things happening all at once and a lot of emotions, a lot of emotional waves. And so it's felt extra, um, like I've just been in it as far as emotions and, um, you know, nervous system dysregulation and, so it's taken me a bit to kind of really ground and and find the ground upon which I would like to stand here. And I do think that it's important, you know, you might say like, oh, Clara, you're a nutritionist, like you don't have, you know, I'm not I'm not Jewish, as I mentioned in this post again. Um, but like, you know, you, I don't have any personal ties to Israel or Palestine, like you should just kind of stay quiet and um and on one level, that's true in a way. Um, but on another level, I am here teaching. Like I am here as a teacher on the internet. And those of you who are listening to this or who read my writing or who follow me on Instagram, like you, you're there because you, you enjoy or you're curious about or you're um, intrigued by like what I share and how I share it. And I think it's important for me to come on and talk about, you know, big things in the world. And this one, especially, which I'll talk about feels, it feels like there's something bigger going on here in a sense, like there's, there's multiple levels, right? So, um, so this piece is called what is here for me, a statement on current world events. I've been taking my time processing what is happening in the world right now. I have been taking it it in, in what I can. I've been taking in what I can while staying grounded and rooted. I've been in a pressure cooker of personal stuff and intense emotional waves for the last couple weeks, as I know a lot of people are. As a person who is not Jewish and does not have any personal ties to Israel or Palestine, it can be easy to tell myself some story of this isn't about me or this doesn't involve me. There is a way I could believe the idea that I should just stay out of it and let those who do live and know this conflict and subject matter speak. And that is partially true. I will not pretend to know more than I know or be something that I am not. Or use this conflict as a way to kind of like bolster or get clicks or something like that. Of course, that's not what I'm doing here. Um, I'm always, always fully, completely, 100% transparent and would never uh, do something like use, like extract from an, from a, 
like extract from an event like this for personal gain. I hope, I hope that's very clear. Um, but as a teacher that teaches about true nourishment on a physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual level, there are actually some things I need to say. It would actually be more untrue for me to say nothing here. And this is really what I've felt the last few days as this piece has come through is like, I have to say something. Um, I can feel in my bones that this point in time is a never going back moment. On a spiritual level, this is a time of prophetic proportion. There's something playing out here between what it means to be justified versus unjustified and ultimately good versus evil. The truth as I see it is both sides have ample reason to be justified in their hate, violence, and judgments. Each side is due vengeance on some level. As Charles Eisenstein said in his most recent piece, which I did link to in the Substack if you want to read it, it's really good. Um, as Charles Eisenstein said in his most recent piece about this conflict, vengeance is self-escalating as each atrocity loosens further the bonds of restraint. In this situation, there have been atrocities committed on both sides. That is clear. The bonds of restraint have blown completely off to where we have witnessed some of the most inarguably evil and inhumane atrocities. But those evil and inhumane atrocities were predicated by slightly less evil and inhumane atrocities. And my point here is people are suffering and people have suffered gravely. I will not actually choose sides here because choosing sides is what perpetuates the justification versus unjustification. I could also escape into bafflement and fog to say, I just can't believe this is happening. How could these people do these things? And then feel uncomfortable while I move along with my daily life. It also would be easy to do some major spiritual bypassing here. To say something like, why can't we all just get along? We're all human, right? To say something about the human heart and its capacity for forgiveness. And move on. We are all absolutely human, but if you haven't noticed, humans are capable of mind-bendingly awful things. The human heart does have an infinite capacity for forgiveness, and it also has an infinite capacity to wall off, shut down, and to vitriolic, vitriolically spew hatred. I won't ever operate from a political policy or social justice level. Me, my being only sees things from the microcosm of my own internal practice and on the macrocosm of spiritual principle. To me, the externally oriented level in between the micro and the macro is just a mirror. So the only way to change something at that level would be to change your relationship to it. But that is not a reason to bypass the very real third dimensional pain that is happening here either. So what do we do? What is the commensurate response to what is happening here? What is this asking me to see on the microcosmic level of my own internal landscape? How can I alchemize what is inside me so that I may see a change on the outside? Or as my teacher Perry Chase said recently in one of her teachings on this, what is here for me? What comes up for me when I sit with these inquiries is that this moment is asking us to look inside ourselves and see where we are capable of vengeful atrocities. To look at all the places in our bodies and minds where we harbor hate, the desire to hurt, the desire for retribution and payback. We are being asked to go in and go in deeper than we have maybe ever gone before. 
to feel our pain, our anger, our wounding, so that it may be alchemized. I just keep hearing this statement, you have to feel it to heal it. This isn't just for us on an individual level, but it is also for us on a collective level. We are indeed interconnected. What hurts you hurts me. We can continue to add to the collective trauma by perpetuating an idea that there is an us versus them, a good versus evil, a justified and an unjustified, or we can get down on our knees and forgive ourselves. My mentor, Coley Volpiani, gave me this prayer, and I've given it to many of my clients. This prayer is meant to be directed at yourself, not others. And it goes like this. I judge you not. I forgive myself for what I have created with my judgment. I embrace you. I accept you. I leave you with the blessings of forgiveness. Again, this prayer is meant to be directed at yourself. This prayer is what I leave you with as advice on what to do in times like these. Forgive yourself, my love. Lay your judgments down. Lay your judgments of yourself down. Be open to and with the most inhumane parts of you. Practice forgiveness towards the parts of yourself you'd like to keep locked away. This does not mean let those parts drive. No. It means to stay open to them and see what wounds they are protecting so that you may connect with those wounds. Connection is what we need right now. Radical self-acceptance and self-responsibility. And also, take care of yourself. Hold your family close. Feed yourself well. Rest and sleep. Go outside and as my three-year-old says, be a sun catcher. This is a long, long game. We are playing and the state of your nervous system contributes to the state of the collective nervous system. For those of us who have the privilege and luck to be safe and sound, Please do not take that for granted and keep yourself stable and healthy with all you've got. This poem, and I'm going to read a poem below. This poem has given me the metaphor to understand in my body what I am trying to convey here with my words. And this poem is called Please Call Me By My True Names by Thich Nhat Hanh. Don't say that I will depart tomorrow. Even today, I am still arriving. Look deeply every second I am arriving, to be a bud on a spring branch, to be a tiny bird with still fragile wings, learning to sing in my new nest, to be a caterpillar in the heart of a flower, to be a jewel hiding itself in a stone. I still arrive in order to laugh and to cry, to fear and to hope. The rhythm of my heart is the birth and death of all that is alive. I am a mayfly metamorphosizing on the surface of the river. And I am the bird that swoops down to swallow the mayfly. I am a frog swimming happily into the clear water of a pond. And I am the grass snake that silently feeds itself on the frog. I am the child in Uganda, all skin and bones, my legs as thin as bamboo shoots. And I am the arms merchant selling deadly weapons to Uganda. I am the 12-year-old girl, refugee on a small boat, who throws herself into the ocean after being raped by a sea pirate. I am the pirate, my heart not yet capable of seeing and loving. I am a member of the Politburo with plenty of power in my hands, 
and I am the man who has to pay his debt of blood to my people, dying slowly in a forced labor camp. My joy is like spring, so warm. It makes flowers bloom all over the earth. My pain is like a river of tears, so vast it fills the four oceans. Please call me by my true names, so I can hear all my cries and laughter at once. So I can see that my joy and pain are one. Please call me by my true names, so I can wake up and the door of my heart could be left open. The door of compassion. Thank you. I'm sending everyone so much love.